Here's a disclaimer before we begin our episode. This podcast contains adult language. I'm super malablada and I will not apologize for it. So listener discretion is advised. Oh, who would think that you would miss Peter Baelish? I do miss Peter Baelish. Oh my God. I can't believe it. I know. (sighs) Shout out to a real one. He was a liar, but he was honest about it. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome to Como Se Dice. I'm Gina. And I'm Maggie. Hi. Hello. Hi. Hello. So I know if you're a fan of the show, all six of you, you're (laughs) coming into this ready to hear very specific things in a very specific order. But our lives have been turned upside down, inside out, bouncing off the ceiling. That's a song, in case anyone was wondering. Um, Because Game of Thrones just aired its final episode ever. Goodbye forever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, when you're listening to this, it's not yesterday. But when we're recording this, it's yesterday. Mm -hmm. And I believe in yesterday. Another song. I I believe in yesterday because yesterday before 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, I had hope. I had love in my heart. I had a show that was just so important to me. You had hope that the BDs were going to turn that ship around yeah. and we're going to correct and end it on a strong note. I sure did. And yet mm-hmm. what happened? Not a goddamn thing happened. They shat the bed for this series ending. <laughs> it was... I don't... Well, we're going to get into it and we're going to talk about the thing that everybody's talking about game of thrones it's over let's talk about how we feel let's get in our feelings oh game of thrones i spent 10 years and what did i get for it you got nothing (laughs) brand the broken as the motherfucker on the iron throne i mean is there an iron throne because that shit got melted i mean i guess like the you know the iron wheelchair i put a seto the like you know, metaphorical Iron Throne. Yes, because that dragon burned that shit to the ground. So, Which literally, literally made no sense. I'm sure someone out there is like, here's all the reasons why it did make sense. And I would love for that person to email me and explain it. I accept all explanations. But where I stand right now, that made no sense. I don't understand. I feel like most of everybody um feels that way and i would have to say that the last two episodes of this season were just kind of like real big letdowns and i just i guess i had the high hopes for like it's gonna you know it'll end strong but in yeah but it it didn't it just it kind of just did more of the same unfortunately Mm. well before we shit on the shitting on of the shittiest episode of game of thrones i have ever seen Mm -hmm. let's take it back to the good old days the night before or the night of the first episode of the final season how did you feel what were you what were you going through i was sweaty i was super (laughs) i was super excited um i was having problems because I stream HBO because I don't have my own login. Um, <laughs> so I stream that shit. And it was obviously like the entire world was trying to watch it at the same time. So I was I was a little late to the party. But I felt like once I got there, I was like, all right, I'm ready to go. I'm here. We're seeing the gang is back together. <laughs> we saw a bunch of people that we hadn't seen in a while which was very nice, familiar faces. Mm-hmm. Um, and in general, I feel my overall thing was like not a lot happened the first episode, except for like, oh, finally John knows that he is not a Stark bastard. But, you know. Did that happen in the first episode? Yeah. I feel like you're wrong. No, I feel like I'm not wrong. I feel like I took notes on this. Took really good notes. <laughs> Oh, I guess I took shitty notes because that is not even in my notes. <laughs> How were you feeling for, you know, going into the season? 
I mean, going into the season, I was super, super duper pumped. Like, it didn't even feel like I had waited two years for that show to come out. Oh, yeah. Um, And, you know, Game of Thrones, um, I'm a big TV head. So, like, specific TV shows, they don't just, like, hold a place in my entertainment life. They hold a place. They hold a place in my emotional life, and like Game of Thrones is the show that got sort of brought me and my fiance together because I mm-hmm. didn't have HBO, so I used to go to his house after church with my other friend, and we would all watch Game of Thrones together. Mm-hmm. That's nice. So yeah, that's what like got us to hang out. I was mooching off of him for the HBO. Out of mooching comes love, grows love. Yeah. From mooching to smooching, oh, you know what I'm that's saying? That's so cute. I like that. Oh my god, I just came up with that. <laughs> so proud of you. Um, <laughs> but like, I don't know. I feel like episode one was a slow burn, but I was glad it was a slow burn. Yeah. Like I, I don't know. I wanted a. I wanted the show to f- give me some foreplay, and episode one was definitely, um, a very foreplay. And it's also it was the beginning of my theory. That the Night King, remember when he existed? <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, my theory was that he was a Targaryen who had basically turned into a white who had turned into a, the Night King. Um, that theory was shot in the fucking face. Yeah, so goodbye to your theories. Mm-hmm. I also like one of my favorite, I tried to get quotes from each episode that just really sat well with me. Uh, and one of them was uh, a conversation between Tyrion mm-hmm. and Sansa where he said, you know, many underestimated you and most of them are dead now. And I was like, yes. Yes. So, you know, there was good writing throughout the show. I mean, yeah, they definitely had, like, their good lines. I put something, I wish I would have written down what she said, but I put, this little girl has the biggest balls out of anyone in this show. And it's parentheses, Le- Leanna Marmont. Leanna, Leanna, Leanna Marma. I love her. She's like my second favorite yes. character, literally, of like the whole entire show. R.I.P. She went out like a fucking gangster. Sure did. Um, I think like what you said, like it was like a little bit of foreplay. It was a slow burn. We did see John on a dragon for the first time, I believe. And yes, and then we did the see like. Time familiar faces like i said like we saw gendry for not seeing him for like forever and you're like oh shit gendry you got all hot like out of nowhere he did get all hot and then like him locking eyes with Arya, and you're like "Ooh, it's gonna go down i hope i wanted him to go down on her <laughs> there was no time the there love. was no time to do that <laughs> a girl needs love okay yeah a girl needs love but yeah but i think also also off the bat they really just set the tone for baron being like a fuck-ass bitch so yo seriously yeah i just um but the main thing that happened was i go i wrote down here mainly john finally knows he's the true king so that's i think you know sam told him in the in the tombs or whatever of winterfell yeah that he's yes and then you know i feel like he immediately told daenerys i want to say maybe in that episode or in the following episode and all i could think was she should kill him right now no yeah like right this yeah i think he tells her he tells her like later on i think he tells her in the next episode that again he's like he's also like right before the the fight the big the big battle yes yeah okay i'm looking at my notes and it looks like it was in the second episode that he told her because i literally wrote down and i quote myself if i were danny in that crypt and john revealed his identity to me i would have killed him on the spot i did not go through everything i went through to be usurped by my brother's bastard so obviously i had strong feelings about this (laughs) you know what my second note of episode two was are jamie and brianne Mm -hmm. finally gonna bone question mark question mark (laughs) yes and they did huzzah they did did. and then and then he left her in the fucking cold in a house coat because he's a fuck boy Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. jamie lannister fuck boy that's what his little book should have read that's what the fucking burn book should have said he's a fuck boy but Mm. you know he's a fugly slut (laughs) 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 um also a notable moment in episode two 
is when Brienne was knighted and became Sir Brienne oh, of Tarth. Yeah. See, oh, cried. I yeah, cried. Yeah, that was like an emotional moment. I so like overall the season was just kind of subpar, I feel like compared to other seasons that they had. But there were little pockets of like really great writing and like really like fun shit or like oh my god shit. Mm. And that was that scene where like they're all gathered in front of the fire and they're telling stories and then Brand gets knighted by Jamie. Like that shit was like mad fun and like really entertaining and that was also when giant spain tells us the story of how he got his name giant spain oh yeah he that was weird he like suckled at the teeth <laughs> of a giant <laughs> i loved it the hardest i loved it i laughed um and so i think there's just like but those kind of scenes like weren't enough to give, I think, those theories, yeah. like, the a redemption from this shitty-ass ending. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. Although, like, if I could go back in time to the to me watching this, I don't think I would warn myself and be like, it's gonna all go downhill. I would just let myself be in the bliss of, like, I love this show. I would let myself enjoy it a little longer. Yeah. As opposed to bitter bitch me right now. Who feels deeply betrayed by D and D? I wrote here. Gilly looks mad prego in IRL. I think she was pregnant in IRL. Yeah, she does. I think she was pregnant. She the whole was time. pregnant the whole time. But I was like, yo, that girl is. She's pregnant in real life, and they're trying to hide it. And then later on, like it was revealed that she is pregnant, so, like in the show. But I think they yeah. just made her pregnant on the show because she might have been pregnant in real life, unconfirmed. Yeah, she either that or she definitely, you know, put that winter weight <laughs> She's on. stocked up for the winter, but... I feel like I either I text somebody or I wrote somewhere, is Gilly pregnant? Because homegirl was looking plump. Um, I have no idea in what context I also wrote this, but I said, I think Grey Worm, <laughs> Grey Worm was Dominican before he became Unsullied. Don't know why I wrote that. Wow, I really, I really wish you would have uh, expounded on that. When you wrote I don't it. know where that came from, but I was like, you know what? He's oh, wow. the and poppy right here. He must have done something like real cute with Masande. R.I.P. R.I.P. Masande. I also love that one of your notes is Liana Mormont is the most northerny northerner ever birthed in the yeah, because she says some fucking gangster <laughs> shit, and I was like, yo, this girl is about that life. And what is she supposed to be like ten years mm-hmm. old in the show? Pretty much, yeah. She is about that life, and she was like, "Let's go kill some fucking White Walkers." And I'm like, "Girl, she's yeah. always the first one to be like, my house is gonna go do it. Like, come on!" And then you're like, "Oh, mm-hmm. God, I love her. Yeah, I love her so much. Her." Her and Arya were my favorite characters. Arya, who finally got laid. Hello. I mean, I'm like, I'm glad she did it because honestly, her reasoning was like really good. It's like we're all gonna die. Like, I just want to know what it like feels like. But that face yeah. that she made afterwards, it's like, la pobre. Do you think she liked it or no? I think she felt really indifferent about it because like, when you're gonna die, when you think you're gonna die the next day, ain't no amount of dick is gonna make you feel better about that like even Gendry's good one like it's not no yeah I'm sure Gendry did his best you know I feel like he really wanted it with her so he he tried he put the effort forth I believe that and I believe that she received the effort and she recognizes the effort and was like you tried pero we gonna die tomorrow so like this dick is meaningless because we're about to go into the void some people on the internet on twitter like swore that it just like signaled that she was a lesbian but i don't know if i believe that we have nothing to back that up though yeah it was just like her face yeah which i mean valid argument she was about to die in like two hours so yeah like i'm I'm sure i've made the same face a couple times too i wouldn't know (laughs) i think episode two was just like the pre- yeah, it was everybody was basically getting ready to die mm-hmm. and fight. Copy. So mm-hmm. it was just a lot of like talky talky. It was a talky talky. It was a talky talky. People were reunited. I think Theon came back in that episode and like swore his fealty to Sansa, RIP to Theon. And that was like 
Oh yeah, but like fuck the end though. Oh uh, yeah, him. I don't know. His arc was all over the fucking place. That's not an arc. That was a zigzag with that guy. I mean, he literally became like a different person when he was Reek. He was like a legit different person. Yeah. So I just, I don't know. Yeah, it was weird. But I don't know. It was it was kind of nice that um they gave him like a little bit of a moment, and they gave him a chance to be like you know I want to say Bran, you know. Yeah, like make it up to yeah, make it up to the the house Stark. Yeah, you're my family. Well, all that shit. <laughs> He's like super Irish. Oh, I don't even fine. know. I don't even know. I don't know where these people are but from. I don't know where you're where you get your accents from. A lot of practice. We didn't have cable when I was young. <laughs> but I'm saying like his wasn't very accurate. We gotta work on it. I'm trying. Do your Australian one. It was really good. <laughs> I'm not gonna, I'm let's not take kidding. a break. Let's take a break from, from Game of Thrones for a second. Pause for an Australian <laughs> accent. Is it because I did that thing at the bar with Jennifer? Yeah, Kennedy? and I cannot replicate it. Swear to God, I practiced and I could not replicate you it. You have to go to like the back of your throat. Okay, so I, I technically I stole this from someone else that we know who said a good way to practice an Australian accent is to practice saying Jennifer Lopez's name, which was ironic because at the time we were working for her. So like if you want to get all Aussie with it, you have to really go into the back of your throat Hold on, let me clear myself. <clears throat> and her name is Jennifer Lopez. <laughs> I don't know why I get such a kick about it. I think it's the the Lopez oh, that yeah. really like hits it home for me. You gotta do it again. Do it again. <laughs> you gotta drop that that uh, Lopez. <laughs> do it hold the whole thing. The whole thing. Jennifer Lopez. Oh my god, it's beautiful. You know what it's helps so good. is that there's these two Australian wrestlers right now in the WWE, and they're getting a lot of airtime. So I listen to them, and I'm just like, I can do this if I just work hard. I can do this. I think it's one of the hardest accents, honestly, because it's very easy to just go British. Very when you do it, mm-hmm. but it's not. Yeah, so it's not okay. Well, anyways, <laughs> back to our regularly scheduled program. <laughs> Back to Game of Thrones. Episode three. The Long Night, aka Darkest Fuck episode. Yes, let me tell you, that shit was the long night. But also, I was really annoyed with people who were complaining that the show was not properly lit. I'm like, yeah. listen, you unknowing fucks. Yeah, you ignorant. It's called the long night. It's not called the bright night. It's not called the middle of the day when we went to war. And it's not called the moon was super bright and that illuminated all of our faces. It's called the long night. When you are in nighttime, you cannot see. They didn't have no electricity, all right? They had fire. A lot of fire. Thank you to Melisandra. R.I.P. Melisandra. Melisandra, yeah, coming in for the win after being a real cunt for most of this show. So she certainly was, and she her whole shit confused me. I didn't even understand. Yeah, like, I didn't understand a lot of that either. But going back to your point about the long night, I really didn't have when I was watching it. Like when I was like in the heat of the battle, literally. I wasn't really, like, I was like, damn, it's dark. But it, it didn't bother me as much because, like, the dark parts were, like, obviously, like, the killing parts. So it's like, I know what was happening. It's not like I was just like, what's happening? I have no context of whatever. What really pissed me off was, like, the next day when the internet was like, it was too dark. How could they have, like, mm-hmm. lit it like that? And it's looks like, you are so fucking ignorant to think that, like, the gaffer and the DP and the director and the producers of this like multi 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 million dollar show are gonna like light a fucking set wrong. Like that's just not yeah. how television works. It's not how film works. Like these motherfuckers are professionals and they didn't light it wrong. Okay. Yeah. That's not what happened here. It came out bad. Yes, we're not arguing that, but they didn't light it wrong. There are things called dailies. Yep. That you look at daily. Hence the name. <laughs> so if that shit was lit wrong, they would have fucking done it again. Do you know what I mean? Or they would have like adjusted it and had in the 53 days that it took to film the long ass night, they would have fixed it at some point. You know what I mean? Exactly. So it's just like, yes. don't, don't like insult the crew of Belfast. 
<laughs> shit of like, oh, you can't light that shit. Mm-hmm. And let's let's be serious here. Like everybody complains about one or another aspect of the show. Even we're complaining about it. Yeah. But if somebody put a fucking blank page in front of either one of us, we are not coming up with something as good or better than Game of Thrones. It's not gonna happen. Yeah, like we're a bunch of Tuesday morning quarterbacks. I don't know if that's how you say it. I think it's Monday morning. But wait, but what isn't there Monday night football? Yeah, but like Sunday is like the big day. I've never heard of a Tuesday night quarterback. To let me, you know what? You keep talking. I'm gonna Google this. No, I said Tuesday morning quarterback because they play Monday night, and then Tuesday morning is when someone who like doesn't understand football. Is out there like, oh my god, that fucking no, it's the Monday morning quarterback. Yeah, actually, my fiance literally just came into the room and signaled to me (laughs) wrong. (laughs) So, thank you, Google and fiance, for correcting us on that. You know, you learn something every day. I do. Monday, whomever football quarterback, player, coach. My point is that we're looking at a finished product and saying, here are the ways I wish yeah. it would have changed. But had someone been like, hey, you, fan, write the last episode of Game of Thrones, it would have been trash. Yeah, yeah. It been trash. I don't think I could have just like, all right, finish it. I would have been like, no. eh, well, then we find Cersei in this thing and someone slits her throat. And it's like, bitch, how do, how do we get there? I don't know. Yeah, we, we just, just arrived there. there. One yeah. of your things for episode three, who is hotter, Gendry or Podrick? They look similar. They do. They really do look the same yeah. this season. I'm going to still say Gendry. Gendry. Podrick's so yeah. cute. I'm jumping ahead, but he got knighted. Oh, he so was- cute. Oh, and he sang the song. He was singing. Yeah. Who knew that Podrick had the pipes on I him? I know. I was like, oh, look at you. With that nice tone, yeah. holding pitch. Yeah. Ooh. For episodes, episode three, though, I will say it was definitely the yeah. most traumatic episode. And I think they they wrote it well, aside from it being dark, whatever. Ugh. They wrote it really well because I felt so panicky and so like my emotions and I was like sweating and I left I was like I'm gonna have a panic attack watching this shit it was like way too much it was disorienting it was almost claustrophobic at times so I think like their writing literally like it really translated well onto the action on on the screen the scene where Arya and Melisandre are indoors and Melisandre's like you were close many many eyes and many blue eyes as well I was like oh shit and when homegirl was like not today my notes literally say all caps not today motherfuckers what do we say what do we say to the god of death not today not today that oh that had me going out yeah that's like some big dick energy you know quote right there yeah that is the energy i want to take with me into 2019 like i literally want to tell all my problems not today yeah i like that and i, I pretty much have been um i also this episode really for me firmed up my whole night king as targaryen thing because homie was impervious to dragon fire yeah. and who is impervious to dragon fire other dragons aka the targaryen family yeah yeah i was like yo he's not dying with that fire oh my god oh my god oh my god are we gonna kill him yeah. also like it did not occur to me how much of a bad idea having people hide in the crypt was until oh yeah, yeah. i didn't think about that either yeah it never it never crossed my mind yeah. Like, it occurred to me that the crypt was a bad idea. Because, like, every time they said the crypt, I'm like, mm, something bad's going to happen there. But the level of bad that happened there, I was like, oh, the dead are coming. Okay, yes, that's what we, all right, we did that. They're all coming. It's all coming back to me. Yeah. It never crossed my mind. I was like, they're just going to get trapped there or something and whatever. I didn't, I never thought that, like, the dead were going to rise. But I'm like, oh, shit. It happened. Yep. Also, R.I.P. Liana Marmont goes out super fucking gangster. She's the littlest bitch in the show, yep. and she takes out the biggest bitch in the show. Sure does. A giant white walker. A literal giant. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Literal giant white walker. Also, you know, I have to give it up to Captain Friendzone, a.k.a. Jorah Marmont. Oh, yeah. 
because he you know he went down so noble and like he annoyed me for a while but Super. i wrote in my notes i take back everything i ever said about jorah mormont i felt bad for his death but he was annoying but you know what he he, he came through to the very end he was he was about that life i i want someone to love me the way he loved danny he was team danny i mean i guess i have that TBD when the White Walkers come. But in this episode, I feel like a lot of houses, a lot of people just became extinct. Yes. In my... So, like, one of them, the Marma, right? Because, yeah. like, Liana and Jora are cousins. Mm. She was the head of the house, though, because he got, like, whatever. Mm. Like, they disowned yeah. him. But I was like, if she dies, she's... There's no more Mormons, right? Um, the assumption is that there are no more Mormons in the family because I highly doubt that girl procreated. Um, right, because she was a child. Yeah, so it basically the house Mormons is gone. So whoever I guess was another noble family over on Bay Island is who would take up that house, or like they would become the next big house. I also thought, I was like, oh, well, in, like, the beginning scene, like, the first charge, it was the Dothraki that went, mm-hmm. and all of their lights, like, slowly, like, petered out, so I was like, oh, so, like, now there's no more Dothraki ever, like, there's none Apparently left. some of them survived. The ones who were in the back. <laughs> Apparently a fuck ton of them survived, because we see them way later. Yeah. Um, in different episodes, and then I was like, oh, the Unsullied, like, they either, most of them died, or all of them died, too. Because they were, like, the next in line yeah. in the ranks to fight the undead. Yeah, it was very confusing um, how many people died. And, and it was just, like, sloppy. It was sloppy, yeah. though, in the writing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Okay, so that was the long night. Uh, long story short, they survived, some people. Because Arya was a bad bitch and killed that dude out of nowhere. But also, like, do we? do you believe that she took a White Walker's face? No. No, you just think that she just, like, was hiding somewhere and then just, like, flew out and got him. Yeah, I think she ninja'd her way to the front. And, like, we've seen that that's part of her training. Um, When she spent a whole season on Bravos with Jack and Hagar, part of her training was to basically be invisible without needing the faces. So she's able, mm-hmm. she kind of moves around in the way that, like, ninjas move around. No sound nothing and that that theme continued throughout the rest of the episodes where she just kind of pops up next to people and she's like hey what's up um so i buy that she was able to just get past them because they're all like they're all focused on fuck-ass brand so (laughs) legit that's where their attention is and they're like well we've got him there's no one else around because bitch-ass Theon is dead now. R.I.P. R.I.P. So a bunch of people did die mm-hmm. in this in this episode, in this battle. But none, no one that was just like truly like, oh my god, my heart hurts so much. You know? I agree. But like Dondarrion or whatever that dude with a fire sword. Yes. He died. Yeah. And that was like, oh, that's sad. But he served his purpose. Like the fucking... Like, the whatever god he worships. The Lord of Light? Yeah, the Lord of Light did not bring him back because he did his job. Thank you very much. Theon also died. I was okay with it. Yeah, I was pretty fine with that. I mean, Theon has had a lot of chances. Mm-hmm. And me personally, if I was his sister, um, damn, I would have killed him, like, I don't know, thrice over yeah. for all of his tomfoolery. Yeah, yeah. Melisandre kind of just, like, kills herself she could just kind of like gives up which i'm also fine with it's like you served your purpose you gave us the fire you told Arya to like yeah. go get your shit thank you very much mm-hmm. for your service you were also a really big bitch goodbye i mean i feel like we should appreciate melisandra more because she essentially lit up the whole scene <laughs> so that we could see it like those yeah. fire swords were just so like hey i i want everyone to be able to see where they're going <laughs> Um, the fire won't do anything, but let me help you guys see where it is that you're trying to go. Yeah. Let me light the way for you. That's yeah, what that yeah. was. That was a really emotional episode, especially because like they let Arya have that moment where she did the the trick thing with this with her little dagger, and I was like, yes, yes, queen. Yeah, but I, I also think 
so like I think this is a perfectly good segue into episode four where you're like we are gonna have a parade for Arya, right? Because she she beat the Night King, and yet I episode four so. they only said it one time they were just like and Arya killed him and i'm like i'm gonna need you to be more up her ass about this like i need y'all to be more enthused right now yeah like i need a parade i need you like kissing her feet like all of this shit yeah but they cut they just like weren't and i that kind of like let me down a little bit because she's just been a badass and she literally saved everybody's life and they were just like Thanks. They no, it wasn't <laughs> even that they were just like, oh, thanks. They were just like, Jon Snow is the best ever. Um, where? Where is he the best ever? How? <laughs> because why? Uh, Whom amongst us agrees with this? Because I do not. <laughs> I don't hate Jon Snow as much as you hate Jon Snow. I'm perfectly fine with him. But in this episode they were like yes he's such a great leader and blah 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 and that's when Danny was like oh they like you better than they like me and at this point she already knows that he's the true heir to the throne so she those those gears in her crazy crazy town head are taken I don't know I I disagree with everyone who's like oh Danny's crazy town I don't think I don't think she's mad in the sense of crazy I think she's mad like diary of a mad white woman. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. no more wire hangers? Is yeah. that what you're talking she's, about? She's no more wire hangers. Because let's really let's really take a minute to look at the story of this woman and like her background. Her entire family was slaughtered by the Westerosi people. It was just her and her annoying ass brother, Viserys. Viserys sold her into marriage to people that they don't even speak the same language. She was mm-hmm. essentially raped on a consistent basis by her husband until the writers decided that she was just going to like having sex with him. Yeah, <laughs> the little Stockholm syndrome. <laughs> yeah. Um, homie dies. She gets like lost in the desert for 40 years. Um you know, she she gets hurt in a round of meat. Yeah. Well, then then the other thing that she's like can't have the baby, and then the witch cur- yeah. curses her, and then that's why she gets the dragons, and then she goes into the and then her yeah. husband dies, and she goes into the fire. But then we get the dragons, and then her dragons die. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like, your dragons are dead. Your man is dead. Your BFF is dead. Everybody at every turn has basically betrayed her. Your your boyfriend is your nephew, is also the king. Like, yes, that's enough. I have had enough of this fuckery. And you know who's going to get it? Every damn body. Every damn body about to get this. They're going to catch these hands. I just... But did all the people... It's logical. All, like, the children and everything in King's Landing became extra crispy they for like war. I mean they were at war. they surrendered. It was a war. They surrendered. It was a war. It was a war. You know okay. What? Danny's policy for war is obviously scorched earth. And that is exactly she took that very literal she scorched the earth. Yeah. And the human beings on it. And my thing is this. Um also I'd just like to clarify that in real life I'm a pacifist and I don't believe in war. <laughs> I mean you could have fooled me, bro. <laughs> But this is TV, and no human beings were harmed in the making of this show. Oh, God. Um, the, the reason why that makes sense is because if she said it. People do not love her, and you can only rule with love or with fear. She didn't have time to wait for everybody to be like, wow, you know, you're kind of cool. I think I like you. Maybe I love you. No, she didn't have that time. She has literally spent X seasons traveling in this direction. So she's like, all right, I choose the same way Cersei a couple seasons ago was like, I choose violence. Danny is doing the same thing. I choose violence. I choose the motto of my house, fire and blood. And she gave us both. She served us a look. She served us fire. She served us blood. Tens across the board. And she, she was making a statement. Was it too much? Of course it was. She killed hundreds of people. Yeah. But was it necessary for the war that she was fighting? Yes, it was. I mean... So I stand by my queen. She... I mean, I guess to wrap up 
what episode are we on? Four? Or no, five? No, we're, we're on we're five? On <laughs> we're on three? We never talked about episode four. Episode four was them... Well, what did they do? They had the big-ass funeral. Um, oh, yeah. And then Gendry was, like, made the Lord of Storm's End, and he's no longer a bastard. And then he proposed to Arya, and she said no, which broke my heart. Yeah, she's like, I no lady. And you're like, oh, bro. Ugh, what are you going to do now? I'm so sad about that. Um, and then that was when Jamie X Brienne happened, to which oh, yeah. I wrote... Len deserves so much better, I feel, than Jamie only ever fucked my sister Lannister. She does deserve better than him, but I feel like they were like she changed him for the better, you know? Um, did did she? Because he went back. I mean he's a fuckboy at the end of the day. Like in his DNA he's a fuckboy, so he's gonna do fuckboy things, but like she changed him for better because before he was he was a real dick. And then he became like not that much of a one, but I don't know. I mean, this is an important lesson for all women to learn. You cannot change a fuckboy at his root. You can make him look a little better. You can prop him up if you want. Yeah, a gold hand and everything. He's still going to be that dude, you know? Yeah. Um. Oh, another great quote from episode four was Tyrion. He had all the good lines this season. I don't think a cock is a qualification. Yes. Ooh. Was he preaching or was he preaching? Snaps. Snaps to that. I'm snapping. Um, oh, the other thing that happened is Missande was beheaded. Yeah. And that really, I think, was the tipping point of yeah. Cuckoo McGee, like, really going off her shit. Please do not refer to my deceased queen as Cuckoo McGee. <laughs> she was like, that's it. She, like, <laughs> barely tolerated in the next episode when Tyrion was like, okay, when they ring the bells, bitch. We're going to stop when they ring the bells. And then those bells... She's like, nah, I don't hear no bells. And those bells rung, and it fucking lit something inside of her that she was like, hammers, and like <laughs> obliterated the entire fucking city. Yeah. For it what was. purpose? I'm still unsure. For the purpose of scorched earth politics. I just went over this. <laughs> Please do not make me repeat myself. No, I just, I don't agree. I'm like Jon Snow, I don't agree. I don't agree with her actions. I Whatever. think she could have scorched the Red Keep, fucked up Cersei in the hardest ways, and just been on with her, you know, with her day. I no. did like, though, the way in that episode, in episode five, where it's just like, everything goes to shit and we all burn. Um, I was really content with the way that the Hound and the Mountain died. Yeah, I feel like that worked for them. We knew it was coming. We all wanted the Hound and the, and the Mountain to eventually fight each other, which they did. And apparently the Hound, or sorry, the Mountain is like super Frankenstein because he's been stabbed all over the place in the fucking head and that dude was still alive. So he was like, you know what? To fire. Well, I mean, it's like they say, what is dead may never die. So that's what that was. I also like the way that they followed, like how we followed Arya through the city. It also was kind of like panicky at times mm. and claustrophobic at times. And I was like, this bitch, if she dies in this city, I will stop watching this. I will not finish this show. But thank God she didn't. All of a sudden, we just see a white horse appear out of nowhere. Oh, I have a theory. I have a theory about the horse. Um, I mean, I had a theory because obviously my theories got blown to shit when I actually <laughs> saw these episodes. But when I saw that particular episode and Arya gets on this white horse, um, there is a reference in the Bible to like what the end times are going to look like. Mm -hmm. And one of the lines is like you know and death rode upon a pale white horse and i'm like oh my goodness they're trying to hearken back to the bible aria is bringing death she is death she gonna kill somebody 
Um, and you know, for a week, I felt really good about that gift. And uh, and then no, as somebody who's not as versed in the Bible as you, I <laughs> thought that a white horse was like the savior. This white horse came out of fucking nowhere, and it was just kind of like waiting for her. So then she rode off on her white horse, and I was like, she is gonna end up saving us again. Well, we were both wrong. <laughs> Yeah, and yeah, that didn't fucking happen. It was the symbol of her power, and she was fucking crushed by it. They really kind of, this season, everything, all like the symbolism was like real hard on the nose. Yeah, I mean, in the Bible, no, I'm just kidding. There's no biblical reference I have <laughs> Imagine. It was really, like, the symbolism, like, even in the last episode where we see Daenerys, like, finally after she, like, loses her shit and, like, scorches everything and she's, like, cleaned up herself and, and it's, like, her walking out and then, like, her dragons behind her. Oh, with, yeah. Like, the, you know, beautiful shot. It was beautiful. So nice. But, like, very on the nose of, like, oh, yeah. okay, here we are. I mean, that shot was definitely, it was a cheap pop to get people hyped. And let me tell yeah. you, it worked in my house. It worked. Yeah, um, in my mind, I was like, yeah, girl, yeah. this is real good, but you mm-hmm. crazy. I don't really like you <laughs> much anymore. And then she delivers her crazy-ass speech talking about liberating everybody That else. wasn't a crazy-ass speech. What are you talking about? I mean, mama, come on. She was going to go all around the world liberating people, and I'm like, but do they need to be liberated? Like, do are they? You don't even know people's names. So, yes, maybe they did need to be liberated. <laughs> okay i take this personally well like she was gonna like go into dorn and be like yo dorn who's not liberated up in this bitch and then just like start fucking shit up but that's the thing we don't know that she's coming off the high of a win when you win something you talk a lot of shit you know you say a lot of things oh but you're saying it to dothraki and unsullied do you know like that is that has consequences girl they were not gonna make any moves unless daenerys was like yeah move to the left shimmy to the right slay to the center they weren't gonna move without her so she could have given that big ass speech and whatever and then had a council meeting and then they would be like so these people are actually already liberated you're a little behind the game Here's what you can do and here's what you shouldn't do. Like, it could have happened. Cancel meeting with whom? Well, she obviously, once Tyrion's betraying ass was gone, she would have gotten a new council. I mean, who? There's literally no one left. Like, you light up Varys. R.I.P. Varys. That kind of hurt me a little bit. Um, And yeah. Tyrion is like, nah, fuck you. Like, I'm, I'm done. She was going to light him up. Jon Snow was like, you are always my queen. I will bend the knee always. But then stabs her in the gut. That was, let me tell you something. That was a bitch-ass move by Jon Snow. To the argument of, like, she needed to die, I'm like, all right, fine. Maybe she needed to die. But, like, the way that they did it, I was like, ugh. Yeah. I was, I saw that i i mean i'm such a sucker for anything i see on television because when he was like you know when he was like you are my queen forever and always i was like okay cool he he's begrudgingly gonna go with it and he's gonna help and he's gonna fall in line and then i heard the sound of sword and i'm like no this boy did not and i literally wrote in my notes wow fuck Jon snow on some real shit, fuck him. <laughs> because Ugh. I was so, I was just so hurt by Daenerys' death. I was so, I was Drogon. We were all it did, Drogon it for a minute. so quickly, and then it wasn't, like, that much, like, the whole dragon. They spent no yeah, time they spent, like, on no it. time on it. It was just like, oh, the dragon comes, doesn't light him up on fire because, you know, he is Targaryen in actuality but he like obliterates the iron throne literally and then just like picks scoops her up in his little like fork <laughs> paws and then just like <laughs> flies away and you're like oh word like that's it and then cut to Tyrion is in a cell Jon Snow happens to be in a cell I don't know why Grey Worm didn't just stab the fuck out of Jon Snow like right then and there that was very out of character yeah I mean Grey Worm it should have been on site it should have been on site also I really do not want to let go of the fact that you refer to a dragon claw as a fork (laughs) paw 
It was like a little like scoopy, you know, like a little It's a claw. It did remind me of um Jurassic Park, which I liked. Um when he has like the the raptor. I've never seen Jurassic Parks. First of all, it's only one park. There's not multiple of them. Aren't there like a bunch of sequels? <laughs> yeah, but like the one and the only the Spielberg one is Jurassic Park. Junto. Okay, I've I've never seen Jurassic Park. I don't know what they do with their fork paws in that movie. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, you really need to see it because it's such a great movie. Jurassic Park is a really fucking great movie. You're missing out. Can I just... If it wasn't for the fact that I already titled this episode, I would be titling it Fork Paw right now. (laughs) Just want you to know that. Well... Maybe maybe in the in the <laughs> comments or whatever we'll put a little fork paw. You know what else made me laugh? Samuel Tarley trying to have a free election <laughs> in West Democracy of Westeros, you silly bitch. Yeah. That baby laughs so hard. It's like sit down. Boy. I thought, at first I thought that they were gonna go for it and then everyone started laughing and I was like, nah. Yeah, I don't think so. Oh, can we talk about how John Aaron was there and he was looking cute for a little little teenage boy? Oh no, I'm sorry. His his father's name is John. Robin Aaron, the cousin, right? With the the window. Yeah. What's it called? Yes, uh, the moon the door. The moon door. He grew up so much. Yeah, puberty was good to him. He was. I feel like he like Neville Longbottomed it a little bit. He, I was just about to say the same thing. He totally long-bottomed. Yeah. Who knew, like, what seven years would do to you? Seven years of not being on screen. It's really good. Right. And then all of a sudden, you're like a little man. Yeah. Good for good for you, Robin Aaron. Yeah. And Gendry gets a seat at the table, which is nice. He's no longer a bastard. He was there. Good for him. Because he's like the Lord of Storm's End now. It's like a big property. It's a big property. <laughs> it's worth a lot. It's on Property Brothers. Um, yeah. They fixed it up real nice. Um, so this whole time, Bran has been the most annoying motherfucker who just like stares off and is just like, I don't want anymore. And you're just like, shut up. Like, even when you talk, I hate you. When you're silent, I hate you. I hate your face. Yep. Like, just shut up and go somewhere. Yep. And then they, they wheeled his ass all the way to fucking King's Landing. Mm-hmm. And when Tyrion is like, who has the best story i was like aria has the best story and then he was like nah bran the unbroken and i'm like no it's the broken he's the broken oh well whatever his legs don't work he's broken yeah but he's not that broken because he's fucking king of fucking everything now well and he was just like when 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 he was asked, do you want to be king? He's like, why do you think I'm here? And I was like, bitch, I thought you didn't want nothing. Now you have a little pep in your step? Mm-hmm. That's mean. You know he can't step. That's, that's foul. Figuratively, a pep in his step. You owe Brandon apology. Because before, he was just like Grumpy Gills, Eeyore, McGee. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, he's like, yeah, I want that throne. And you're just like, oh. Obviously, oh like God. obviously, when he was seeing into the future, when he was being that so Raven, um, he <laughs> just like he saw that he would be the king, and I guess he also saw that it was going to be a good idea that he be the king. So he was just like, "I'm gonna let all this shit play out the way it needs to play out because I, at the end of the day, I win the Game of Thrones, even though I did not, yeah, a goddamn thing to deserve it." And and I'm nor will I help anybody along no in this entire ride i'm gonna literally let people die yeah i'm just gonna sit here with all my nose all my knowledge Mm -hmm. and i'm just gonna let you all figure it out but you know what and i'm gonna be good that was also the decision for brand to be king was also super like powerful because it really tells the story of white men in america where they can come from an affluent (laughs) family do absolutely Mm -hmm. nothing have a sister who is 20,000 times more successful, but mm-hmm. still come out on top. Mm. And let's talk about that, sister. When the fuck did Ari have any aspiration to be Christopher Columbus? To just, to just be like, yeah, to just be like, you know what? I'm going to have my, my one fleet ship. Yeah. Put the 
put the wolf on it and I'm gonna what's west of Westeros I don't know I'm gonna find the fuck out yeah and you're like what bitch you did all of this shit you were the girl with no name you just like struggled in the dark you were blind like all of this stuff to just be like peace like you were away from your family separated the only thing you wanted to do was go back to fucking Winterfell and when you got there you're like you know what deuces yeah what that made no sense that Arya decides that her real name is Ferdinand Magellan and she's gonna go fucking explore the Great Seven Seas and at not a single point. And again, if someone knows of a point, please tell us. But as far as I can recollect, at no point did Arya ever express a desire to discover America. Yeah. I just I was so ungratifying. I was like, she did not she didn't use use her little needle, not once, slit no one's throat, not Cersei's, not Danny's, like nothing. Like what happened to her list? Did she get everybody on that list? What happened to killing the green eyes and the brown eyes? Like, come on, close the eyes. Yeah, and then and then they were like, know. you know what, Jon Snow? You're just gonna go back to the wall. It'll be fine. You'll be a crow again. And then we see him like going to the wall, but then leaving the wall with the wildlings so then i'm like is he gonna become a wildling is this what's happening i don't get it i mean that didn't bother me as much as the fact that the wall was completely rebuilt oh i didn't even fucking realize that they had rebuilt it the castle was intact the wall was full from when we from the angle we saw it the wall was completely full the castle was intact and it's like i'm sorry who who is out here building this I know, shit the dragon had like completely destroyed it apparently it was a 20 minute job it was a 20 minute job i didn't even think about that but you're right that wall was completely built because they came out through the gate yeah yeah they so did. many holes so many i don't holes know. in this story yeah it's insane but you know what they they got us anyway because not only did they take like 10 years of our lives they also took like the last hour of this evening because we're still talking about this shit and despite the disappointment that the last episode brought, I feel like it's going to be a really long time before there's another show that is as appointment TV as Game of Thrones. Yeah. Like, people have named their children Arya, Daenerys, Khaleesi. These names are names now. Which is kind of weird, but yeah. So, it's a little weird. I mean, not Arya. You can play off Arya like you thought of it before. So, you know, it was a big deal. It's a big deal. It was a big cultural Mm -hmm. moment that lasted. And maybe it didn't end how anybody wanted it to end. But here we are. It ended. And that's it. We're like, I I almost feel like we're never going to have this again. I'm sure someone will come up with a show, but it feels like we're just never going to have something like this again. I mean, I guess this is also kind of like on par with like the Sopranos ending and some people like like the Sopranos ending and other people were like that is super trash how the Sopranos ended yeah but HBO HBO will come out with some shit as they always do and Mm. everyone's gonna get hooked on it like we do and it'll be good again it'll just take a little time this is like a breakup or like a death and we just need to like you know be with ourselves as all great things must we must come to an end we wish A fond farewell to Game of Thrones and to Twitter being lit on Sunday nights. Um, don't forget to follow us, Instagram, Twitter. If you have theories, tell us about it. If you didn't like what we said, I guess whatever, tell us about it or keep it to your fucking self. Um, and uh, we're going to be back in a couple weeks with another episode i don't i forgot right now what it, what it is but we got a whole schedule we're on top of it okay bueno that's what we, you got to look forward to so with that i'm gonna go ahead and say bye